welcome to Potadelphia. My name is Dave Diorio. You can find me on Twitter at fat underscore lobster. And I'm joined by the prettiest horse at the glue factory. What up, Gene? Hey, everybody. This is Gene Zilak. You can find me on Twitter at producer Gene. You can find the show at Potadelphia. And uh, I did just get my mane done. So um, every, everybody watch me prance. Uh, you, that's the, you're ready for the dressage event. Yeah. Yeah. I always nice. thought that I would do well in something like that. I was, I, I was not it. made for, um, what, what do they call the horses that do hurdles? Um, hurdles, I guess. Horse hurdles. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Good. Good morning, Philadelphia. And, uh, you have a first place football team once again. <laughs> <laughs> Provided you're listening to this before Sunday, you know, because that may change, but it may not. It may not. Uh, as of now, we have a half game lead, right? Yeah. Two, four, and one. Yeah. Two, four, and one. Two, five, and one. Two, four, and one. Two, four, and one. I had that right the first time. All right. Uh, it is 11.49 p.m. We had just finished watching Eagles-Giants in, um, I don't know if you want to call that a football game, but it certainly was an event. And uh, I think Joe Buck uh, put it put it aptly at the start. Throw out the records and watch two teams play football. Yeah, because that's basically what it was, right? It was. It was certainly resembled something that you would call the game of football. But uh, there were long periods where it didn't seem like either of these teams had any interest in actually fulfilling the object of the game. There was competitive balance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This certainly strikes uh, strikes parity across the league. Like, if you didn't know, if they, if if these two teams were two first, like two teams fighting for first place, I mean, it would have been an, an equally entertaining game. Like, if you didn't know the records, it was an entertaining game, one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, unfortunately, we have the the context of how terrible this division is to ruin a perfectly good football game. <laughs> I enjoyed the game. I mean, I I had it was an emotional roller coaster. It looked from the open like the beginning of the game that we were going to have an easy night. Yeah. But you know, this is not how it's meant to be this season. No, there is no such thing as easy uh when it comes to the 2020 2021 Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, no, I thought in the beginning of the game that the, the Eagles certainly came out and they played sort of a style that sort of spoke to being a, almost too loose, although they did manage to score on their first possession, which it, I think they said it was the first time in since, like, I guess the first game of the first game of the year that they were able to get points on their first possession. So that's that was a, a nice way to start. But it, it felt like getting that touchdown they sort of lost all of their discipline and um, sort of the rest of the first half just was not well played by the Eagles. A lot of self-inflicted wounds, as they say. Yeah, turnover, um, missed field goal, which, you know, uh, Elliot, I'm not sure how much time Elliot has left with the Eagles because – I mean, you have to make these. These are really makeable field goals. And, and what is he on this season? Eight of twelve. It's it's not a good percentage, whatever it is. Certainly not for someone who's not kicking a lot of. It's not like he's kicking all of them at fifty-five yards. You know what I mean? This one was twenty-nine. Um, you, you know, and part of it makes me wonder: Is Doug taking that into consideration that he's got a, a kicker that's maybe not as in the bank as as you'd want him to be? 
Uh, I might as well try and get the two. I feel like I'm more of a 50-50 play on, on from for two than I am even from, from getting the kick. So um, it's, it's, it's strange how all of these factors seem to be weighing into how, how the game's getting coached. Yeah, it looks it looks to me that he's seven of ten this mm. this year. Still, seventy percent uh, is you know that's like high school football numbers. That's bad. That's yeah, that's bad for NFL. And he's missed one um, in each of the last two weeks. So yeah, and I think one of those misses is like that is long. It's it's over fifty, but this one, like I said today, was under under thirty. So yeah, uh, that's one you've got to put in your pocket. Yeah. So that's concerning. Um, yeah, like where do you want to start? Where do you want to start with this game? Because I felt I let's start with the defense. I felt the defense looked like really strong in the first half. It looked like we were going to get a lot of pressure, a lot of hits on Danny Dimes. Yeah. Um, and then I guess there was some adjustments made. It looks like they maybe shifted the way they they were playing they were they they started to lean on their running game a little more um the way they were they, I, I think they started to play into our aggression for the de- of the defensive line uh they started to run some more of those like trap plays where they were kind of sliding guards um around and 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 taking out our, our defensive linemen and i think that that's why they were finding holes to to run through uh their running backs that they have on the roster at the moment uh, are are not they're certainly not the caliber of Saquon Barkley. I, I would have hated to see Saquon Barkley uh, in this game. Uh, it, it certainly was to our benefit that he we, wasn't. I don't, I don't think we win. I know we don't win. I think <laughs> that he would have controlled the game probably from the start and and had two hundred, uh, you know, two hundred yards of offense. The Giants probably would not be a one a one win team if they had Saquon Barkley. I think that that team was built on having um, having a power running game, and they just don't have it. So. Um, yeah, I think that uh, the defensive line was still able to continue to get pressure throughout the game when 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 uh, Jones dropped back. I think we benefited from a couple of very catchable balls being dropped by their receivers and tight ends. Um, and I think that for the most part, uh, our weakness on defense, again, was sort of our linebacker play. Um, not being able to make tackles in this, you know, on the second level and giving up uh, nine and ten yards instead of four. And, um, you know, some dumb penalties in the secondary. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the, we did force some turnovers. Yeah. We or... had, did we have two? We had a, we had an interception, a fumble recovery. Do we have one more? I think we had two fumble recoveries. If you oh, count the recoveries. Brandon Graham strip sack at right, the end right, of the right, game. Right, right, right. Um, so, you know, it, they're, they're coming around. <laughs> The the Daniel Jones run was the one that killed me. Oh, the the eighty yards uh, with nobody around him for twenty yards, and then he tackles himself at the at like the seventeen. Yeah, that 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 can't happen. I mean that that killed me. The, would they say the fourth longest run by a Giants player ever? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Which and and which two shocking. yards. What's that? It, which is shocking, which means if he had scored, it probably would have been the longest run for a Giants player ever. <laughs> and two yards longer than Saquon Barkley's longest run. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and that was just such a terrible – it was just a terribly busted play for the defense. There was literally nobody within 10 yards of catching him. Jones would have scored easily if he he just 
lost his footing, lost he he had run so far he ran out of gas. It, it was it was I've never seen anything quite like it from a professional athlete. I mean, except you're just maybe for your life. Except so maybe hard. like fumbling like on that in, in that spot yeah. maybe, but um usually that's from um from like a lineman. You know, you don't see that from a quarterback yeah, 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 or from yeah. a skill player. Yeah. You got to hand it to him. He's got some he's got some uh, jets. He he is a good mobile quarterback for somebody you wouldn't necessarily think has that. He's the Giants' leading rusher. Yeah, yeah, and I think I don't think that changed tonight. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um. So yeah, I mean, look, the defense hold them to twenty-one points. You know that that's a good job. Uh, I'll take that virtually every week. But are you disappointed that the offense didn't put up thirty? Well. Sure. I mean, in theory, they would have put up 24 had they kicked extra points, um, you know, or made one of those two-point conversions. But, and, again, they, and, they had and 27 enough. 27 if Elliott makes the field goal. Right. Um, And, you know, more if, the uh, you know, we don't have turnovers and things like that. So, whatever. Um, so... First thing, we'll talk about, you know, they led the broadcast with how injured the Eagles are. And at one point, um, I think Troy Aikman said that the, the, the Eagles have had 20 different players receive a pass. Yep. Okay. So I said, let me quiz Gene on how many players he can name. That have uh, caught a uh, caught a pass this season. Oh, uh, for the Eagles. So I went to ESPN's stats page, and uh, I'm seeing only 16. Oh, okay, uh, all right. So, so, so I don't know who's wrong. All I'm saying is, uh, as of uh, you know, like nine o'clock. So if I can come up with the 20, then I've done better than ESPN. You did a great job. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Let's see how how you, how well you do, Gene. I mean, I, we won't want to be. You're 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 a solo player because Chuck's not with us again tonight, but. Uh, you know, so we don't need to dwell on it too long, but let's see how many off the top you can, you can get. Do you have any predictions? Uh, I think you will definitely get, uh, I think you'll get, I think you'll get 13. Okay. All right. I'll set the over under at 13. Okay. I would take the under, but (laughs) all right. I can influence this, so I'm not going to bet. Um, (laughs) <laughs> All right, so uh, let's start with running backs. I'm going to go with uh, Miles Sanders. Yep. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Boston Scott. Yep. Uh, has Clement actually received a pass? Yep. He's on the list. All right, that's good. Um, good job. Jeez, they, they had that kid that started today. And I don't know if he counts if ESPN has that on on the thing or if he or if he what was his name Harmony Harbid Hardery, Ugh, I don't remember his the other the other running back the rookie that they they had in today. Um, I should remember his name. He just just played. Uh, we'll come back De- around. Deontay, uh, possibly sure. Uh, De- Deontay Burnett. I thought his last name had an H in it, but we can we can go with Deontay Burnett. <laughs> Um, clearly he's on the list. Um, let's go with, uh, some wide outs. We'll go with, uh, high. Oh, you're thinking about Jason, uh, Jason Huntley. Yes. Huntley. Thank you. Okay. It's not on the list. Did not not receive a pass. He did not. Um, so let's go with high tower. We'll go high towers on the list. We'll go with, uh, everyone's all American, uh, Travis, 
uh, Fulgham. Fulgham. Yep. Uh, we'll go with Deshaun Jackson, who uh, somehow has managed to stay healthy enough to receive yeah. some passes. And if you thought he was going to make it through this game without getting injured, yeah, shame I mean, on you. you should not. Shame have, on you. <laughs> you should not have taken. I would have taken that prop bet. Deshaun, you know, fool me once. <laughs> shame on you. Yeah, there, there's no way we see him again this fool year. Fool me twice. Right? Uh, you know other wide receivers. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Greg Lewis, right? Yeah, Greg Ward. Greg Ward. Greg Lewis. Uh, not an Eagle at the moment, <laughs> or a coach anymore. Right. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Blue is with the Eagles. Yeah, anymore. they do. Re- they do have a similar play style. I think Greg Ward <laughs> and Greg Lewis. Um, there's got to be other wide receivers. Does. JJR single Whiteside does have a catch because yeah. tonight yeah, was his he's second. Good. He's on the list. Yeah. Um, uh, tight ends. We've got um, yep. we've got Dallas Goddard did have some catches before he got hurt. Yep. And we have uh, Zach Ertz has some yep. catches. Uh, Richard yep. Rogers has some catches. Uh, yep. That, Rogers on the that list. That guy that caught the touchdown last week. Um. Pat Croce. <laughs> you're at eleven right now, so you're, uh, you're getting, you're is getting he, warmer. Is he, is he? Is he? What was his name? Crete. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're the, really close. the the tight end that caught the yeah the, yeah it's the, it's Kroom. Kroom, yeah, the fourth tight end on the lead on the, the yeah squad. Kroom. Okay, does that get me twelve? Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the other people that caught a pass was uh, Jalen Hurts. Yep, he's on the list. Uh, I actually think Carson Wentz has a catch too, doesn't Not he? Not on the list. Not on the list. Oh. I guess in my 13. Who else is on that list? It was a, a lateral. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of these you're going to kick yourself when I tell you. Okay. Who have I also have I missed? Actually, no, because there's only three names left, I think. One, two. Yeah. Yeah. So you're exactly at 13, which is you're, my prediction. Yeah. So. All right. You're I expect you to stall here. You're a genius. Uh, who else is on the list? <laughs> there's um, one major one on the list that, I mean. It, which uh, which position? Is it another wideout? Um, Nelson Aguilar plays in Las Vegas. Uh, he wouldn't catch it anyway. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I okay. tap. So uh, my prediction was correct with 13. So you missed uh, Jalen Rager. Oh, geez. That kid's been out for too long. That's why I forgot all about yeah, him. Yeah, and that, so that was like the tough one. So I was like, is he going to get 13? Is he going to get 14? Right. Um, and then the last two are Deontay Burnett, who I mentioned earlier, right. and Adrian Killens. I would have never gotten Adrian Killens. I have no, no idea. No, I don't even know if he's a tight end or if he's a wide receiver. I mean, so according according to Fox, there's four more guys that I can't find. <laughs> that have also gotten catches. But, so, I mean, look, this is what we're dealing with here. Wentz is throwing it around all over the place. Look, I can't – I can't fu- – see, I can't figure Carson Wentz out. Like, I can't. He's a, He's – an enigma wrapped in a riddle and smothered in secret sauce. Like I cannot figure him out to save the life of me. And you never know what you're going to get because, you know, you're going to get some of these possessions that it looks like he doesn't know what to do. I mean, it looks like I don't, I'm not going to go so far as to say deer in the headlights because this guy has been under fire for his, basically his entire career. And we'll get to that in my other game for you in a second. Oh, um, but, I don't know. He can't. Maybe it's like an indecisiveness issue where, you know, he doesn't know the trouble that he's in until it's too late. Um, And some of these attempts to get out of a sack just look downright awkward, pathetic. I mean, cringeworthy. 
some sometimes. The thing that I, I was thinking about watching some of the plays tonight is I think it's partly that he feels that it is on him to try and make um, you know some sort of gold out of mud. Uh, you know, what I mean, like it's on him to try and make make something happen. That if the play goes badly, that he's the one that's touching the ball and he's got to try and 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 find an open receiver. Um, I think that where where coaches need to step in with him is they have got to somehow start to recalibrate his instincts so that he knows not to drop 15 yards back, but somehow be able to protect himself and like fall forward on these, some of these busted plays or be able to, to correctly throw the ball out of bounds where he's not going to actually take a, um, an intentional grounding penalty. You see those penalties called so rarely now because I really feel like NFL quarterbacks are coached so specifically on how to avoid that penalty. So it's really strange to see a guy like Carson Wentz this far into his career take take one of those in a, in a game like tonight. Well, I think now we're at the point where he's he's like once he's like in the in the clutch the uh he, his mind's going like oh shit oh shit oh shit i'm gonna get killed for this right like I, i'm just gonna get and i know there's like he doesn't listen to sports talk radio and all that, but whatever he knows what people are saying and you know he's got to be smarter with the ball and you know if you're gonna throw the ball away throw it all the way away right get rid of it <laughs> if you're you throwing it away pretend about it i see this stuff happen every week it's like throw it in the fucking stands you know whatever i mean you can't like you said turn in mud in the, like you can't always eat chicken salad. Sometimes it really is chicken shit, and you right. just got to deal with it. And um, well, and, yeah. and the thing is, he also has the same amount of control over instead of it being a fifteen yard loss or a turnover, it being a third, uh, you know, a three yard loss, and you're you're at, you're at second and thirteen, which is still a ma- manageable down and distance. You know what I mean? Like I think there also has to be a a factor with his brain. Uh, or, you know, and this is where coaches have to come in is like, you have got to be aware of the situation that you are in. You are, we are in field goal range. There are points on the board. You cannot turn the ball over. You can't, you cannot throw where there are five giants and one Eagles receiver who is blanketed. You cannot throw that ball even in that zone. Don't even attempt it. Somehow he's, they've got to sort of get that that sort you know they've got to get the quarterbacking into him this is the different this is why these guys uh that come out of college and win these Heismans these guys that are like um Johnny football and stuff that have these great athletic instincts this is why these guys wash out because they can't make that next step where they can actually process at game speed the 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 right plays to make and Carson Wentz you can see that he has both the the ability and and when he when he really does i guess concentrate or whatever he can make the right decisions it just so happens that usually that doesn't click in until the eagles are down two scores and there's 4 minutes left in the fourth quarter uh which is problematic because if they played the same way they do then uh in the first quarter they would probably win more games obviously the defenses are playing you very differently when they're trying to protect the lead but uh, you know you do see and I saw tonight. I saw on the end of the the, the Ravens game. You do see a, a sort of a, a the Mister Hyde part of the equation come out. Um, and you know he has that sort of monster instinct. Um, you know sometimes I just think his professor, his his Doctor Jekyll, needs some tweaking. That's really funny that you think Mister Hyde is the good guy. 
well, you know, I played a lot of Nintendo as a kid, and it was always better to be uh, Mr. Hyde because Jekyll just had that little stick you just poked things with. Um. Okay, so when you know, I don't want to make this sound like a negative Wentz podcast episode because it was this was way better than um almost any other game. I mean, a, a ninety-one uh, QBR. Um, uh, only three sacks, only the one interception. Hey, no fumbles. And a, a, a very convincing um, fourth quarter. Two um, yeah. huge drives where you needed to get not only get points, but you needed to get touchdowns. Um, and he was able to lead the team to get touchdowns in both drives. And and after I, when when we were going down for the for the go ahead touchdown to win the game, and your most reliable offensive lineman commits a face mask penalty. I mean, I'm still oh, livid. And like, not I'm like a, like, not like a little face mask penalty, like ripped the helmet off of a defender. Yeah. Like I need everyone to know that I am committing an egregious face mask <laughs> penalty right here. So to come back from, you know, being on the doorstep, 15 yard penalty, um, to 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 make that throw and to get that touchdown and to get that win today um was pretty remarkable um so you know hats off to Wentz for for even engineering this comeback of course I don't know that we need to be in this position like why do we have to be in this position all the time right why do why? we have to why? live why do we have and, to live on this razor's edge right so in uh in in keeping with the theme of can you name um gene do you think you can name all of the offensive linemen who have played for the eagles this year i can name a lot of them i don't know i i could i think you'll get them all i have eight here okay Um, i think you i think well i think you'll get i I feel like i can get six six. i think you'll get six okay all right but you could get all eight you'll know all it's possible yeah, All right, so, so, so I'm going to go uh, Kelsey because he's yep. played center, I believe, the entire time. Correct, Amundo. Uh, I'm going to go uh, – did Brandon Brooks actually play part no. of this year? No. Uh, no, he got hurt in camp. Um, how about Jason Peters? Technically, he played uh, – Yes, Jason Peters snaps. Uh, makes the list. Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson makes the list. Um. At least once a once a game he'll he'll, he'll take a snap. Yeah, uh, Myalata, who is the, now the starting left tackle, I believe. Myalata, you're a lot of. <laughs> um, geez, who are all these other guards? Um, <laughs> yeah, from, it's a it's like a cast it's, of characters. It's like now. seven. It's now seven other guards. Those were the easy ones. Yeah. Um, See, here's the other problem is right now I'm playing Madden and uh, we're in 2018. So I'm like, Isaac Sayamalu. On the list. And um, uh, who else is uh, who's still around? Who was that guy that was a turnstile last week that had his picture taken with Lamar Jackson? Who everybody was on him because they're like, oh, my God, how can you take it? He then got cut this week. Um, so the reason he got his picture taken with Lamar Jackson is because he knew he played so badly that he was going to be out of the NFL by the end of the week. Um, I'm not going to remember the guy's name, but that is his entire biography. <laughs> um, I, that guy's not on my list. 
Um, but you know who I'm talking about. I think he was number 65. Is 66 Jamon Brown? There he is, Jamon Brown. That is that is that is the guy. Uh, he's not on your list. He should be he's added. Not on my list. I don't he know why. I, I, and oh, I have to say, this is uh, I got my information from lineups.com. Um, so I don't know how it was the only place I could find a snap count. Maybe, maybe they're, maybe they're just behind two weeks. Um, maybe. I don't know. Who are the other guards? Um, so you're tapping out here. Yeah. Uh, so I have Nate Herbig. Ah, Nate Herbig. <laughs> I think he actually has played some snaps to tackle too. Uh, Jack Driscoll. Uh, I would have forgotten Jack Driscoll. That, that sounds like somebody who was an extra on cheers. And Matt Pryor. Oh, Matt Pryor, sure, sure, sure. I don't know if I'm missing anybody else, but um, those are the wow. But good, good pull with uh, Jamon Brown. Yeah. And yeah. Isaac Samalu. Yeah, so oh. many linemen. So oh, many linemen. Uh, uh, yeah, offensive guard Jamon Brown. Yeah, missed him. Yeah, so it's you know it's crazy hardly knew out him there. really. Hardly knew him honestly. <laughs> It's crazy out there. And Where is kinda, Jason you know, Peters right now, life. actually? Did he play at all tonight? Is he done? Where is Who's he? that? Jason Peters. Where is he? I don't know. I don't know where he is either. I mean, I'm, like, ready to just – like, we need to just move on. I, I don't know. It's, like, the same conversation we had last year. It's, like, just – it's not going to happen. Like, just move on. Right. Like, you need to get – you need to get out of these toxic relationships. Like right. she's just gonna hurt you again. <laughs> I I know she's I know she's pretty, but you're not going to change Jason Peters. He's no. gonna be hurt every game. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I get I get that. Like, okay, well, we'll just do this because it's easy, it's comfortable. We already know him. <laughs> <laughs> he lives here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. But it's yeah, like, no, I, yeah. I, I, I just don't understand why. I mean, do, do you lay this at Howie's feet? Do you lay this yeah, at Doug's feet? Yeah, yes. Look, what, what, what? Do we need some right, sort we, of like? Do, we think, do we think next year Deshaun Jackson is going to have a healthy season? No. Do you think yeah, Alshon Jeffrey is going to have a healthy season? I mean, do you think? Do you think Jason Peters is going to say how? No, like none of this stuff. It's like how? How many times are you going to try to play this record? It's got a scratch in it. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, it's going to keep hiccuping in the same spot. But he, but here's the thing is you, somehow you've managed to still have made some you've locked into a couple of decent decisions uh, as far as some of your other skill players. Uh, you do have a couple of receivers that could patch together uh, an OK receiving. No, Fulg- Fulgham's a dude like I, yeah. I'm down with with the Fulgham. And I don't necessarily think Hightower is a bad player. I think he 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 needs he needs some seasoning. You know what I liked about Hightower? He had that horrible, horrible, horrible drop last week. Yeah. Um, and then he had some great catches since then. Yeah, he's had big two one tonight, really big, one last big week. really big plays, and he drew a penalty tonight. So, so yeah, I think that he's and he was a draft pick. I think he was like a third round pick or a fourth round pick. Um, so I think that that was a, a good decision. Um, how you know, bad? How bad does uh, what's his name? Quez Watkins. Yeah. Did he? Is he the one that ended up being benched tonight? How bad does that dude have to be to not not see the field? I don't, he must not be able to block is what it must come down to because otherwise you should have been on the field at least. I, I mean he'll be back on the roster next week because I don't think Alshon Jeffries coming back anytime soon. Because who was the guy? I my my notes are like all over the place. Who was the guy that we actually attempted to on a fourth down play 
throw a fade to in the corner of the end zone. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Well, when that and also who was that gentleman? That that uh, that play has not worked. I don't think in the the length of time that Carson Wentz has been the quarterback of this team, he he just can't throw that pattern. Um, jeez. Now I'm gonna have to see if I can look this guy up. Um, I'm gonna start just reading off. Um, Eagles wide receivers' names. Akeem Butler. That's him. Uh, who is that? And why would you? I don't know. Was he? He must have been. <laughs> Let's a draw up the play for Akeem Butler. I think Akeem Butler was probably the most uh, surprised by that whole decision. Because I, I can't imagine that they've been running that at practice to him. I mean, we're, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that makes me question a lot of things. When, when you, when you Google the Eagles wide receivers, he, he is, he's not on the first, the top row. He's, he's not. You get to Quez Watkins, and then, then that's it. I mean, I guess. Oh, he was probably. Um, I think he might be the guy that we signed because we cut Jamon. Yeah, maybe. Is he technically <laughs> a tight end? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a, what he is. He's, he's a tight, tight end. But, and then also, I, I'm I don't think Carson throws a great fade route anyway. No, no, no he doesn't. Um, That's really not his. I don't know. It's it's more of a finesse. <laughs> Again, this is like turning into this is like a very pot. Like this was a fun game. It was an exciting game. It was an awesome way to end it. Like thank, but it's unfortunately it's more relief than elation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's and that, I guess maybe that's that's ultimately the 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 question is is what is the again what what are you looking for in these games? What are you what are you trying to take away from them to give yourself something to sort of hang your hat on or take hope from? You know, I mean, it, if you lose, you can say, well, we've gained draft stock. But honestly, if we had lost this game tonight, there's there's no you could give us the number one pick for three years. I don't know if it's going to fix the problem if you can't sort of gut check your way to a win against this Giants team. Um, and honestly, I I don't necessarily want to see us tank. I, I don't think that there's any real benefit to, to you know, if you can win seven games and make a play and make the playoffs, I, you know, I don't think that there's any reason to, to lose four, you know, win four instead. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not one that's going to say, let's, let's bubble wrap Wentz. Let's, let's take out, you know, everybody that's, you know, got any sort of NFL experience and just run a practice squad out there for the next 10 weeks and hope that, um, you know, hope that we get a high draft pick. I don't, I don't see any point in that. Um, I, I, I wonder, I guess my big takeaway was I wanted to see finally after basically two weeks of foiled, um, comeback attempts, I wanted to see us finish one. I wanted to see Wentz, lead the team oh, back and, and 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 i was able to get that um it is really incredible and we we've been saying this this entire show how he was able to do it with literally none of, i mean other than deshaun jackson really none of the skilled players that you would have penciled in on on opening day all of the other ones even their backups are gone no jalen Rager, no dallas goddard no miles sanders no zach Kurtz. You know, it's they're all gone, and and they're all going to be out for you know at least another week. We, we we've got to we've got to win another game against Dallas, probably without most of these people. I just wish, 
I wish we could like run a parallel universe and people could see exactly how dog shit this would be if Nick Foles was the quarterback. Oh, that would be fascinating. I mean, first of all, the statue of Nick moves faster than, <laughs> than actual Nick. Nick. He would be getting literally slaughtered in the backfield every week. I mean, we forget that Nick Foles, when he won, uh, not that we forget, but Nick Foles, when he we went on the run that he did to win the Super Bowl, th- that offensive line was probably had what could be th- certainly three all pros and maybe two Hall of Fame caliber uh, offensive linemen. And um, yeah. they were all healthy uh, for the most part. Yeah, and, and and our whole our whole thing that season was like, oh my god, we're doing all this with our starting left tackle gone. Yeah, but that was but we we had all of the rest of the line intact. <laughs> I mean, so the, yeah, that that year it was the the starting left tackle, the starting middle linebacker. But I mean, the guy that I mean, the starting quarterback, obviously, yeah. but that's part of this discussion, right? But we had uh, the guy that filled in at left tackle has ended up starting in a, in an uh, where is he in Denver now starting? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's, I mean, honestly, I it's just like the, what there's these moments, right? There's these moments in the game that drive you nuts with Carson and and the fumbles and the and the missed passes and like keying in on all that stuff is really not healthy because the bigger picture is this would be so much worse with almost anybody else's quarterback. And honestly, I don't think I would have wanted Daniel Jones either. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't think that he's the answer in New York. I, I don't, I don't, I certainly don't want Andy Dalton and whatever Dallas is going to have to do. If you, I mean, like you can't, I, I don't even think you really can compare Daniel Jones to Carson Wentz. The Wentz ceiling on, on that comparison is so much higher. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think da- Daniel Jones might be as good as he's going to be right now. And that's, that's, that's not great. Yeah, I mean it's fine. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be a fine. great backup quarterback in the league. <laughs> he is not a franchise quarterback. And you know, like to your point, like what are you looking for this season? I, like, okay, try to win the division. Great, cool. I mean, I, mean, you gonna, win, I, you I don't know the, what to say, but like, so it's Dallas week this week, right? So what's going to happen? It, it's going to be a, a, a certainly an entertaining game because Dallas is not going to come in here. Uh, Lighting, lighting fires. Uh, they, they, they could be. They play Washington. They uh, play Washington. So they, you know, maybe they're coming off a win. Um, we'll see. Who knows? Uh, Washington could. Well, put no it matter together. what, that's going to be a, a game. A game for first place. And the tie strikes again. <laughs> the tie strikes again. It sure does. I mean, it's it's Doug. Doug could end up looking like a genius because he didn't end up losing that game somehow. But here's the thing. So if you, I don't know, what, what did our, our our buddy say? Five thirty eight has the Eagles winning the division at six nine and one. Six nine and one, yeah. So you get a home playoff game at six nine and one, and you're you're gonna end up probably playing uh, maybe like a a Chicago. Uh, you know, you make Chicago. Come Pack- in it here. could be the Packers. Yeah, I mean they're both they're both be- good. It could uh, be the Saints. It could be New Orleans. It could be, the, it could be the Bucks. It could be Brady and the Bucks. I mean, it could be a lot of teams right now. It's still kind of up in the air. It could be but, Carolina. Mm, but you're the division winner. So at least you get a home game. So you, you, you get the home game. <clears throat> um, but, I mean, could you imagine, uh, you know, being this wild card team that's got 
10 wins, 11 wins, having to come to Philly, play a team with a losing record, um, but kind of a dangerous team. Certainly not, certainly a team that's not going to play super tight in that game. No, I mean, nothing to lose. You're going to have Doug probably going nuts. It you reminds me. never see a punt. It would remind me a lot of that Seattle team that I think had maybe eight wins or nine wins and beat like a really good Saints team a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I guess it's I would much rather have that conversation than, hey, we got three wins and a tie and we finished third in the division. And also, I'm not really into college football, so I don't know who's good. Well, and college football is impossible to even follow because I think the Big Ten isn't even hasn't even started. No, that's like, yeah, the teams that I like, I actually like watching the Big Ten. Yeah, um, Ohio State. I think it's Ohio State. I saw they're playing this Saturday, and they they they're they're ranked number five and haven't played a game since last year. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. So it makes it very hard to um, follow if that's your system. If you you're still fifth in the nation and you haven't played since met since since so last it's funny. January. It's and it's it's funny how this game ended. You know, after the incredible Boston Scott catch um, to go ahead and and you know the the Giants now have forty seconds, no timeout. Doug really did play perfectly down the down the stretch there yeah. to get to soak up the Giants timeouts. Well, and um, you know, we end up taking that holding uh, the, the the they have the the Giants get called for that holding penalty. They got us that other first down, um which uh, I don't know, I thought it was sort of a soft penalty, but I'll take it. Um Oh no, that one was pretty egregious actually now that I think about it. The one in the end zone. Um and then we get we basically pushed ourselves back beyond the 20 with that horrible Kelsey penalty. Um but the thing that Doug did so right was for forcing the Giants to call their timeouts. Yeah. Yeah, that was critical because if he stuck with I throw it every time, Doug, and we either scored too quickly or we're stopping the clock, right. um that 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 Giants drive at the end of the game would have been much more dramatic. Yeah, if but, you keep if you keep chucking it and you you throw three passes and eat up 12 yeah. seconds off the clock, you you know, you're giving the Giants a minute and 40 seconds with two timeouts to to march on your to march up the field. Yeah, and, and Brandon Graham comes around the edge, uh, forces the fumble uh, to seal the victory, and I couldn't help thinking, my God, how far have we come from Brandon Graham doing the exact same thing to Tom Brady to seal a Super Bowl victory right. to Brandon Graham forcing the fumble to seal a victory against a, a one and four Giants team in the worst division in football. I just... It's just like that Super Bowl now feels like a million years ago. Oh, yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago. It feels like it's a whole different. I mean, and for a lot of reasons, it's a very, very <laughs> different world than, than, you know, it was a very innocent time back then in, in 2017. We, we didn't quite know what we were in for when we uh, when we won that Super Bowl. But I'll tell you, um, if they if the Eagles had lost this game, I, honestly, I, I don't know what I don't know what. You would draw you back in even for Dallas. Well, next week. I mean, if you beat Dallas, you'd be drawn back in. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. So if you want to look at the schedule for the rest of the the rest of the season, the next two games um, become hyper critical now. Well, it's the Cowboys, and then it's the Giants again, right? Which so, you really have like, like you have got to get yourself sort of healthy on those on those guys because that that will get you your two, you know, that gets you to four, four and one. It gets you back to five hundred, right? Um, 
And then I think you've got Seattle coming in, right? Well, then it's Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals. It's a lot of good teams after that. Yeah. And then you end with Cowboys and Washington. Even the Browns are good. Let's just say you don't win any games outside of the NFC East. Let's just say you only win the NFC East games. That gets you to your six. Six, nine, and one. I mean, yeah. it's really the only path. I, I mean, you might be able to beat the Brown. You might be able to beat the Cardinals. I, I don't know. I just don't see these other non-divisional games as winnable, to be honest. Yeah. The Seahawks, you're not going to win the Seahawks. You're not going to beat the Saints. You're not going to beat the Packers. No. No, you got to um, hope that you get lucky against either a Browns team that makes some mistakes or or you get, you know, you catch a, a you know, a, a a Cardinals team sleeping or something like that. I got to be honest. I'll feel much, much better getting to seven um, than six. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think because, you know, one thing's for damn sure. If you make the playoffs, you won't be playing anyone from the NFC East. No, that's for sh- no. for certain. So, um, so before we, 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 we scooter off here tonight, let, let's talk a couple other <laughs> NFL things. Um, sure. sure. So, scooter. I have no idea even where, where I came up with that. Um, I think if you were a Muppet, you would be Scooter. <laughs> oh yeah, I've always thought that. <laughs> um, the uh, have you heard about the possibility of maybe like an Antonio Brown coming back into the league at a place like Seattle? Any thoughts oh, on 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 how him and Pete Carroll might know. get along? I don't know. I I have not that that man is insane. I know I shouldn't be saying that, but I think he does have. Issues that need to be worked out. I mean, if, well, you he, him if, out, if anybody was to sign him, he the as soon as he came back in the league, he would have to serve his what nine game suspension. So it's not even like you could no, that's s- right. serve the suspension and then somebody could pick you up free and clear. Like you have to be signed and then like you've got to be on a roster to then serve your suspension. So it would be an interesting decision. And then you have to pay him to not play. Yeah. Or is it? Is that? Well, yeah. Basically, you'd have to sign him. Somehow, I, I'm not. But well, basically, if you're suspended, you don't get your salary. Right, but you have to be. I guess you have to be committed to the roster. I guess somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought that was an interesting thing. I, I I don't know if there's any total truth to any of that. Uh, but the, the it sounds like the Falcons may tear it up. We're coming up on the trade deadline, and there's a lot of talk that the the Falcons might break it up, and um. Do you think they trade Julio Jones? Do you think they trade Matt Ryan? Do you think you, you they trade both? Um, and uh, do you think there's anybody out there that's looking to sign Julio Jones? Anybody you think uh, you know gets them over the top? Uh, well, there'd be th- a lot of guys. There'd be a lot of teams that would like. A Julio He's got Jones a very teams. bad contract. A tough contract. It's, it's a lot. You know, you're committing a lot of your yeah. salary cap. To him, if you if you bring him in, which I think is why the Falcons want to get out from underneath of it, um, but yeah. So and and Matt Ryan, um, I'm trying to think if it's hard to bring in a yeah, quarterback. But you know what? In the you know what? At year. least he plays. Yeah, that's true. At least he's on the field. I mean, I, compare that contract to Alshon's. Oh yeah, and, and the interesting thing to me with listening to the the very little bit of talk radio they listened to. Uh, over the last couple of days is by far the loudest thing that have people have been complaining about is that we didn't put Alshon on the PUP. Um, I want to, I, I would like to say to those folks uh, for, you know, that if you're a caller listening, caller to WIP that's listening to this show, um, I'm sorry that if we've offended you so much over the last <laughs> two years, but 
Uh, honestly, this team has got a lot bigger problems than whether or not they put Alshon on the PUP. Um, I don't know that there was any roster spot that, <laughs> that there was somebody else in the ether that was going to save this season that uh, Alshon had their roster spot. Trust me, we've had a lot of other people that have moved in and out of this roster. Um, we I could mean, have found them. There was talk that he was going to play this week, wasn't there? Uh, there have been talks that he was going to play as early as like last week, and uh, you know he hasn't played since last season. I don't know what it is that's 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 taking so long for him to heal. I mean, now we have the kind of half bye. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we got, and then I think it's two games, and then, and then, the, then a, and then a, a the real, actual bye week. Do we have it's Dallas, and then the actual bye, and then the Giants? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it would be interesting to see him come back. I, I don't, I don't know what the diagnosis <laughs> on Deshaun Jackson is. Um, I don't think that we're going to see him again. Anytime soon, or maybe at all this year, especially if it's um, some sort of tear to well, that. Well, also, knee. he wasn't doing the Deshaun Jackson thing. Like, he wasn't doing his thing where he's like fast. Right. No, he I wasn't mean, doing the fast thing. No, he was sort of making making catches along the sideline. He wasn't he wasn't going over the top. Uh, it, it seemed like Hightower was sort of playing the role of Deshaun Jackson tonight. I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, we, we really need um, Rager to come back. <laughs> No, I, I I agree with you, and and they were saying it's that like fucking why, like what do I know? What his, do I know about him? I don't know shit. We don't about we him. don't know much. Game. Yeah, we don't we don't know much. But um, yeah, they 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 were saying it with his thumb th- surgery. It was going to be six weeks. We're going to be coming up on that after the bye. Um, but I mean, Rager? if you yeah, they were saying it was yeah. six weeks to come back, and the, the, after the bye, it'll be right around six weeks because he oh he left after God. game two. Uh, the interesting thing about that is. You know, you're a wide receiver. You need your hands. Uh, how do how do broken thumbs respond? You know, does he does he still need a couple weeks to get strong? We'll we'll see. But um, yeah, maybe no. him and Zach Wheeler can compare their surgeries this week. Yeah, what the hell was that surgery that Zach Wheeler had? Some sort of like fingernail transplant or something? Apparently, I think he's it has been... to do with like ingrown nails. Like they put a wedge or something in your nail, like so it grows correctly, or they cut it and separate it or something, so it grows correctly. Apparently, he's been dealing. Helps you put your pants on without damage. He's uh, he apparently has been dealing with this issue since middle school. So well, maybe now it's fixed. He should have got it fixed when he was in middle school. Yeah, seriously. So that's why I tell my nephew not to throw curveballs until he's like fifteen. Doctor, Doctor Keith. Uh, says no, no breaking pitches until you have hair under your arms. Okay, all right, that's a good, good gauge. Yeah, I mean, my, my... well, I will say my my son is ten, and and they were definitely throwing um off speed stuff. Okay, this this year, so they have like a fastball changeup. So some palm ball, like I think they're trying to throw circle changes. Um. No knuckleball. Some, some kids actually age. had it had it down. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting. I, when I was growing up, there was a kid that had played in my little league that had a. Uh, he had like a twelve six hook. Um, that Damn. he was throwing. That he was throwing like at eleven or twelve. Um, literally was the only thing he could get over. He couldn't throw his fastball for a strike, but he could just drop curveballs on you all day. Um, I will say, yeah. Do you want to talk a little? I mean, you want to talk a little, little World Series for like five minutes? Yeah, I mean, we're we're probably it may be over by the time we're on again. <laughs> uh, I mean, you watching any of it? Yeah, yeah, I watched a lot of last night. I mean, it's a good series so far. It's I a like great it. It looks series. Like a, it's a real seesaw battle. Yeah, I I thought it was going to be a lot less competitive. Honestly, I thought the Rays were going to sort of. Uh, oh really? I really thought the Rays were were coming in hot and. Um, I just, I just have this whole like the Dodgers aren't clutch sort of mentality, but um, God, they do have a great lineup. Um, yeah, and Seager, that kid is yeah, real yeah, good. Man. 
Seager's good. They're all good. I mean, they really are all good. Both teams, like you know, you watch those lineups and you like. I don't know. It makes me think about the Phillies. Actually, the bullpens. Yeah. You know, when I watch these bullpens, and these guys just come out and they just throw 100 miles an hour, and they're great. And, <laughs> and they and, get guys out. And they right, and, and they get about, guys out. That's the thing that's amazing with these bullpens is when they come in, uh, you don't go, ooh, well, you know, they're going to give up. At I least think about two. like, could you imagine, you know, last night, in the ninth inning. If the Rays were like, all right, out of the bullpen, Brandon fucking Workman <laughs> comes out <laughs> sweating. I mean, come on. This yeah, I, such, mean, I mean, it makes it seem like if you, you we watch the Phillies every night. It's like Phillies, 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 Phillies. And then the playoffs start. And there's some teams that you've watched a bit. But and now it's like the elite. Yeah. And uh, you just see how fucking far. Like how far we are, even the lineup. Like, there's no uh, uh, Scott Kingeries. No, you know what I mean. Like, you look at like there's guys no like Roman Quinn Hernandez. Yeah. Like these guys are hitting bomb. Like it's amazing. They make a place that there's nothing like the Phillies are so far away. They're so far away. And that's all I think about when I'm watching the World Series. It's like, my God, I remember when we had a team like this. Yeah, like, we're so fucking far away. Yeah. And yeah. to say you're not going to hire a general manager, this, oh, I, I don't want to get it all restarted. But it's <laughs> fascinating to me that, like, series, but... the Phillies, it feels like they're going to have to take two steps back to, to go uh, anywhere forward. Oh, so far. We're, we're going we're gonna to need the – Poor Bryce. <sighs> poor Bryce Harper. What did he do? He made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, he should have went to uh, – <laughs> who, who else Who else wanted him? I fucking love the guy. Uh, the, the Dodgers the wanted t- him. <laughs> the team that's in the World Series and has been there the last two years. Oh boy! The Dodgers are the Giants wanted them. Yeah, and the Giants almost you know, made playoffs too. I mean, too. look, we'll turn it around. We have We still have another decade with Bryce. We'll turn it around. Yeah, I'm confident. Yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out. Do you have you completely given up on the on JT Romuto at this point? Yeah, it's it's done. It's not happening. You think he's a Met? I'd rather him be I hope a, Yankee. He's a Yankee. That's I, I, I. Me too. I'd rather. I feel like I can I can stomach that a little bit more than I can stomach him being a Maybe man. that could be his like I respect the Philly fans enough. I understand they really wanted me to stay there. I know they got love for me. I'll go I'm to the not Yankees. gonna sign in the NL East. Yeah. That'd be at least a nice gesture. I'd take it. I take it. <laughs> this point my god but i mean we're so we may not sign him we may not sign dd gregorius either no these guys are all gone i it's it's, forget it and they're gonna they're gonna and and they're gonna blame it on on a lack of revenue like all these other teams in the league made money this year (laughs) we got to make sure brandon workman doesn't walk (laughs) you keep the workman (laughs) i can't i don't even remember some of these other guys they're not worth remembering. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. All right. Let's wrap it up. We're not going to do a show Sunday night for Monday. No, we're going to take the weekend off. So this is it. This is all you get. This is all you're going to get. <laughs> There's no Eagles game to talk about. No. No, and the next time we talk, it'll be post a Dallas game. Yeah. Yeah, So it, that'll right. be that'll be thrilling. It'll be uh God, we hope it'll be thrilling. That would feel re- God, if there was one thing that 2020 could give me. It would be just just to have a little win streak with a Dallas game win. 
that's your thing, man. That's that would feel Bowls. nice. That you get two Super feel, Bowls a year. I know. I would feel so good. And Halloween? Halloween's going to be over? Yeah. You dressing up this year, Gene? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go as uh, as a doctor. I have got these surgical no, masks. All right. <laughs> No, but I think uh, I think my nephew and my uh, my nephews and my niece they're all going as like the kids from uh, Incredibles. So I think their neighborhood's cool. still letting people go around. So uh, I'm actually off since it's on a Saturday, so I can go down and actually do the trick or treat Halloween thing with 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 the kids, and um, and then we'll probably hang out. And uh, hey, you know the big controversy is that the Great Pumpkin is only going to be on Apple oh, uh, yeah, Apple that's, TV this that's year. Some so. Bullshit. Uh, so hopefully I'll, but it's free, right? So if you get, if you, what is it? So everyone can watch it, right? They're like letting everyone watch. You yeah, don't have but, to be a Apple yeah, TV. But subscriber. I think it like costs money or something. Oh, really? Like you don't have to be subscribed, but you could pay them <clears throat> like the two ninety nine rental or whatever. That's ridiculous. But you can still buy it though, right? Like you can my feeling on... is if you, if you, if it was that, if it meant that much to you <laughs> by now, you know, between VHS and DVD and Blu-ray, I would hope that's or, or or your DVR. You should just have had it on your DVR every year. Um, I don't know. Maybe your household's different. I I, I think my wife and I we we operate on no. two different levels. I I don't care if the DVR is at ninety percent full all of the time. Uh, and no, I need it clear. As soon as it gets to like forty percent. <laughs> Uh, Gina starts going into like conniptions. Like, what yeah, can we I'm, erase? What I'm, can we erase? I'm like Gina with that. I'm like, uh, you know, hey, Carrie, you got, you know, 10 episodes of, uh, you know, love it or list it. Yeah, you know, I've, you gotta, I've, you, I've got you, 44 you. episodes of Little People, Big World. I, I just need to make sure that I can check in <laughs> on no, the world. I'm going to binge that on Sunday. Don't <laughs> don't delete those. I, I would have to binge it for a week straight. I told the kids, I said, uh, I thought how I thought how I thought trick or treating was going to be canceled. I thought yeah. they were going to say it's not happening. Um, so I told them that the Great Pumpkin was going to come and deliver presents, like it was Christmas, you know, like Halloween, Christmas. <clears throat> but I guess they are. The, we're like trick or treating is on, man. Yeah, it's, that sounds like it's, it's on. Happening. How are you gonna do? How are you gonna hand out candy? Are you doing like? Well, a, I'll go uh, down. I'll go down and go out trick or treating in my brother's neighborhood. So, um, okay. I, I don't know if one of you know if I may stay. At, I, I, I may stay at his house. A, I don't think they want you to leave the bowl. No. Like that's not safe. I guess. No, and I, if I was home, that I usually sit outside and and like actually hand it out. But uh, usually, if I'm around, I want to hang out with my my nephews and my niece rather than just sit at my house by myself. Um, yeah. So I'll go down there, and I'll probably go out with them because it's, you know, they've, there's three of them, so it's good to have extra adults to wrangle. And now, like the razor blades and the candy is like the least of your concerns. You gotta, oh yeah, like, you got to run them all through a dishwasher. You got to you got to watch out for the coughing on on the Kit Kats. <laughs> All right, that's it. We'll be back next Sunday after Week Eagles from Sunday, Dallas. Yes. Yeah, if you haven't done so already, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Potadelphia. If you have any more time in your podcast listening week, be sure to check out the Whip Around for all the week's weird news. Um, so until we speak again, have a great day at work, everybody. We are out of here.